0: And welcome into Wake and Take. It's your boy Jason, and we have some football to talk about today. It's Monday, and it's not just any Monday. It is the Monday following Championship Sunday. So yesterday we got to enjoy some fantastic football games in the AFC and NFC Championships. And I'm here to give you my thoughts on the happenings of those events. So go ahead, take out your coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show all right all right all right good morning to everyone here hope you are all doing well anthony jess ryan positive grouch who is just morning with a u and not just morning as in we're here in the morning sorry to you positive grouch it looks like you are a ravens fan Lost a tough one yesterday. A very, very tough game, really, for both the teams that lost. But we'll start things off, of course, with the AFC Championship. It happened first. And full disclosure, everyone, I believe I'm battling the flu currently. So we're just going to try to work through this and get through this episode and talk about some football and then let me go take a nap. (laughs) So uh, the first thing we have for you guys, again, is the AFC Championships. Chiefs win this game 17 to 10. And on Friday, I talked about it a little bit. I said, I don't know why. I feel like the Chiefs are going to win this game. Had no reasoning for it. And then ultimately went against myself and was like, you know what? Since I can't even think of a reason why the Chiefs will win, the Ravens do win this game. But of course, should have just stuck with my gut here and gone with the Chiefs. The issue here in this game is that the Ravens weren't the Ravens. You look at this, Lamar Jackson only had eight carries. That's That's an abomination. Gus Edwards, only three carries. Justice Hill, only three carries. Zay Powers, two carries. I mean, 16 total carries from the Baltimore Ravens. That's not good. And I understand that the Chiefs went out to a pretty early lead with Travis Kelsey playing phenomenally in that first quarter. But what was going on here? Like, I'm watching the game and I'm just seeing Lamar Jackson try to be a pocket passer every single game, barely even scrambling. It was just so mind-boggling to me. I don't know what the play calls were or what was going on. I, I really don't. I don't know why the Ravens came out and played like this. I really don't. But I do have to give my flowers to Zay Flowers. He's catching a lot of flack this morning, a lot of flack last night. The guy made some boneheaded rookie mistakes, but he's also the entire reason the Ravens were even in this game. Lamar Jackson barely even had 50% of his completions and no one on the team had more than 40 yards outside of Zay Flowers, who finishes today with five receptions for 115 yards and a touchdown and looked incredible. His touchdown catch was incredible. His one big play that ended up, you know, ending with the taunting penalty, that was incredible. His fumble that was almost a touchdown, That was incredible. And so I really hope if you're a Ravens fan or if you're just kind of, I don't know, on the internet today, take it easy on Zay Flowers because he's a rookie and he made some incredible plays and was so close to making it, you know, 14 to 17, 17 to 17. Uh, So Zay Flowers, it sucks that he fumbles. But again, I just want to say that touchdown that would have been touchdown after he almost or that, God. The the almost touchdown that he fumbled on was such a good play. And in the playoffs, you've got to make that. And I understand that he got hit and fumbled after that. But you've got to try to get that touchdown. So I'm not blaming him for that. I really, 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 really am not. And also, Positive Grouch says he didn't even taunt. And I think that's kind of true. I mean, he taunted. But also, I'm one of the people who just doesn't believe that should be a penalty, especially in big games like this. I mean, that like testosterone running high, big plays are happening. You should be allowed to taunt. And especially in this game with Travis Kelsey taunting all game. I mean, Travis Kelsey was up in defenders' faces every single time he caught the ball. 11 catches, by the way, on his 11 targets. What a guy. What a guy. Uh, and so, yeah, it's, it's just, and, and, yeah, anyway, he shouldn't have taunted. But also that shouldn't be a penalty, so it's a tough thing. And also, if I remember correctly, the guy, the defender was grabbing Zay Flowers' leg like the whole time it was kind of just like, I don't know, just it's just like a it's just like a, a heated moment. I don't know. Shouldn't be a penalty, but it is. And ultimately, that kind of cost the game. But really, what cost the game, as it's pointed out with Ryan Bolts, Todd Monk had blew it. Terrible game plan. The the offense should not have done that. We talked about it on friday i mean i took the over on lamar jackson's rushing yards because i felt like that's what it's going to take i mean the chiefs have had a really good pass defense all year so why would you pass against them when you're a run first team i really don't know i don't know if they just got in their head or were like well they're expecting us to run the ball let's pass it a ton but that's just uh, that's just outsmarting yourself and i hate it for the ravens that they ended up going with this game plan and i hate it for lamar jackson who should have been allowed to put the team on his back in lamar jackson ways But again, only eight carries for 54 yards. It's just not good. It's just not good. Terrible game plan. And I'm really sorry, Positive crouch. I know you're a Ravens fan. I know you're a Ravens fan. I don't want to rub it in. But I do want to say before we move on from this game, I think I kind of hinted at it last week. I think Patrick Mahomes is the GOAT. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. In fact, I'm probably the biggest Tom Brady fan in the world. But what Patrick Mahomes has done in his short career is just, it's too remarkable. Uh, if he wins the Super Bowl and only two playoff games next year, he's already second in the NFL history with playoff wins in six years. Like, it, it is just it is just phenomenal what Patrick Mahomes can do. You can never count this guy out. And, he, and even in this game, it's not like he was a world beater. 240 yards, a touchdown, 30 of 39, which is really, really good. But it's not like he did too much more. I mean, six carries for 15 yards, so he got a few scrambles. But it's just like the, he puts the team on his back. They go out strong. They get that opening drive touchdown. They go get another touchdown later. And and then they they just play well. They just play well. That's what they do. And I would be terrified if I'm the San Francisco 49ers knowing I have to play the Chiefs next week. Because the Chiefs actually match up pretty well against the 49ers. So it's going to be... Interesting to watch for sure. Uh, this Super Bowl. Um, and the Chiefs are just you can never count them out. Patrick Mahomes is probably the goat at this point. I know he has to win a lot more Super Bowls, and I know that Tom Brady beat Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes is on pace to be like literally an alien. Like, this is, it is just, it is just ridiculous. Uh, what he's able to put together. So, anyway, uh, Patrick Mahomes, just an absolute beast. Travis Kelsey, a beast, not washed. Isaiah Pacheco, a beast, by the way, playing with a broken foot or toe or whatever, had to have something on his toe. Uh, to play this game and 68 yards and a touchdown. Can't complain, can't complain. But what I really, really did have some thoughts on was this NFC championship. Because this is probably one of the best football games all year. It was such a good football game. The first half, we get treated to the Detroit Lions just playing some of the best football we've ever seen scoring at will. It was incredible what they were doing. Whether it was Jamison Williams, amazing run. Sam Laporta always being open over the middle and getting some yak. Amon Ross St. Brown always fighting for the extra yards. David Montgomery looking like Derrick Henry. Jameer Gibbs looking like Chris Johnson. I mean, the Lions in the first half, it was incredible. And even in the second half, they looked okay. But the issue here is, and I understand hindsight is 2020. And I understand that this is the team identity. But the issue here is the fourth downs. You can't, you can't go for all those fourth downs. You just can't. And I know it's just like basketball, right? You have these teams that live and die by the three pointer and they're always going to shoot their threes and some games they're just not going to fall and they're going to lose miserably. But that wasn't necessarily the case here, in my opinion, because they were leading. Because they could have just taken some field goals. And again, I understand that field goals aren't automatic. And Michael Badgley has missed a couple in the range that he was asked to. And again, I understand that hindsight is twenty twenty, But at the very least, this is what I would have done differently if I were Dan Campbell. One, at the end of the first half, when they decided to not go for it on fourth down and actually kick the field goal from the three-yard line, that's when I'm Dan Campbell going for it. I know that, you know, at that point, you take the points to go up three scores. That was a smart decision. But if you want to live and die by going for it on fourth down, like you did in the second half, you should have gone for it there. Because in the first half, that's when the 49ers had absolutely no answers for you. And you had a chance to really put the nail in the coffin with a touchdown there instead of just the field goal. So if you want to go for it, that's the time I would go for it if I'm Dan Campbell. The times I don't go for it on fourth down is when I'm barely in my own... On my own side of the field and i could make it tied 27 to 27 or i can make it 27 to 10 in the second half both of those times in the second half that they decided to not kick the field goal to me was a mistake it really was and i also understand that it was actually a pretty good play call and if Khalif raymond could just catch the ball or josh reynolds i don't remember who it was at this point in time uh could just catch the ball when he's diving to the ground it hits him right in the arms you know We won't even be talking about it, you know, but he didn't catch it and they could have gone up by 17 in the middle of the third quarter. Like that's when you do it. And especially, and especially when you're down three, when you're down three and you can tie it up, you should just tie it up. And I understand that the defense hadn't really been stopping the 49ers in the second half. And that's probably what he was thinking. Like, okay, we can get this first down here. We can try to get a touchdown and we can score. And take the lead so that way when the 49ers go down and score again, you know, we have a chance to at least tie it or win it or whatever. But in this scenario, they completely goofed it. They completely goofed it. They let the 49ers go down and score a touchdown and make it a 10-point game where it would have just been a 7-point game if they had made that field goal. Or, you know, and again, it might not have gone in. But that's not the question I want to ask myself. The question I want to ask myself is should they have gone for it? And my answer is honestly no. And again, I understand that that's their identity, and I understand that they probably don't even make it to this game without how aggressive they are on fourth downs, but I also understand that this was the NFC championship, and you had many times to just keep running up the score and taking these points and not allowing the 49ers to try to make a comeback. And they did it. And in fact, the one time that I think it would have made sense to go for it on fourth down is the one time that Dan Campbell decided to kick the field goal to make it a three score game. And that once you've done that says to me that you realize we should keep making it a three score game. So why he came out in the second half could have made it 27 to 10 and decided not to, I'll never understand. I really don't. I really, I, I, it sucks. And I'm really sorry. And Jack Kavanaugh, if you're listening to this, I doubt you are, but I'm really, really sorry for you, man. This had to be so tough to watch. Uh, but also, you know, It was a really good game by them, and you've also got to be proud of these Detroit Lions at the same time. I mean, 273 yards and a touchdown for Goff, 93 yards and a touchdown for David Montgomery. Gibbs gets 56 yards and a touchdown. Jamison Williams gets 42 rush yards and a rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. I mean, it was just a really good performance from these Lions, but unfortunately, some bad going forward on fourth downs and some collapse of the defense in the second half makes them lose this game. Really. And I do want to say, I guess I. mm, No. Yeah. The Lions lost this game. The 49ers, yes, they won it at the end of the day and they came back and didn't give up and had the fighting spirit. But the Lions had way too many chances to win this game and ultimately did it. And so I'm going to have to say that they lost it. And also, while I'm here, while I'm here, third and goal, three timeouts, a minute left. Why do you run it with David Montgomery? Especially, why do you run it in a non heavy package? I kind of get it right? If you want to run him and you bring out like the three tight ends that have been really successful all game, the really heavy package to try to score a touchdown off the run. I get that. Why do you do it with three wide receivers blocking and only one tight end in on the play when the 49ers are no, it's going to come. I don't know. I don't, I did not like that play call. And I especially didn't like that. They called a timeout after if I'm the lions in that scenario, I'm hurrying back up to the line and running a play. And I understand you take the timeout to try to work out what the play is going to be. But as the announcer said, as everyone knows, when they ran the ball and had to use that timeout, they made it to where they had to kick an onside kick. And I just think they should have kept all three of their timeouts. And I don't know why they ran it there. And at the very least, why they ran it in a non-heavy package. You really, really do need multiple blockers in that play. And they didn't. So I don't, I just, I don't, I really don't, I don't, as Anthony says, just have your field goal team ready to run out at the very least. You can't burn the timeout. Yes. Just run out and kick the field goal and then maybe try to stop them and get a touchdown. I don't care. Don't use that timeout. And so it just, it felt like a total collapse in the Lions on the second half. Very, very Detroit Lions of them. And it sucked. I was gutted. I wanted these Lions to win so bad, as I'm sure all of us did. I'm sure none of us, none of us wanted a Chiefs 49er Super Bowl. I mean, come on, come on. We could have had a Ravens-Lions Super Bowl. That would have been so much fun and so awesome, and instead we get this one, which will still probably be a good game, right? I mean, this will still be a good game. I'm not too upset that we get the Chiefs 49ers, but we could have had something so much better. Anthony says that IU catch was the momentum uh, swing. Yes, yes, Uh, and in that case, that safety, a I mean, he should have just caught it, but also just let it hit the ground. I don't know why, like, they need to, they coach that right? You don't have to always intercept it. You can just, you know, let it hit the ground and let the drive end. But anyway, it didn't happen. And especially what happened after that IU catch was the fumble by Jameer Gibbs. And that's obviously a huge momentum swinger. And it's just, it was just one thing after another. Jamison Williams had that one drop that could have been a, a, it would have you know, been a leading touchdown. It would have been 31 to 27. It was a whole thing. Just nothing went right for the Lions in the second half. And it sucks because we could have had something so great. No, we aren't. We aren't. Why bag on the Chiefs Niners Bowl? We got the two best teams in the NFL. We don't have the two best teams. The 49ers definitely, but I still think the Ravens are a better team than the Chiefs, and they just outsmarted themselves. I'm excited to watch Patrick Mahomes in another Super Bowl. I am one who respects greatness. I've never been a hater of greatness. I never will be, but you've got to admit the Ravens Lions would have been so much more fun. I think it's going to be a fine game. In fact, I think it'll be a really, really good football game but nowhere near as fun as the 45 to 40 shootout we could have had with Lions-Ravens. And so, yeah, anyway, it's going to be a really good Super Bowl. Either way, it's just we were robbed of the two fun teams that we were all excited for. And uh, unfortunately, again, the Ravens outsmarted themselves, and so did the Lions. That's kind of the trend here. Both the teams that lost outsmarted themselves when they could have made it easy. Uh, But, yeah, anyway, that's what I've got for you guys. I don't think we have any questions, but let me double-check I want to talk about this, I guess. The stare down after big play is not a taunt. I guess that's fair. I don't know. It, it, I think it's a taunt. But again, I just don't think a taunt should be a penalty, especially in that big of a moment. And especially when Travis Kelsey is doing it too. It, it's just it's just strange. Um, let me check over here on Instagram. Brandon Falls says, hate the NFL, rigged for the Chiefs. Uh, the Dolphins Chiefs was the only game they didn't rig. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We do like to ride the Cinderella team's red eye Jedi. Of course, who doesn't? Who doesn't? And I would argue, honestly, the Chiefs are kind of a Cinderella team this year. Everyone counted them out, and yet here they are again. And so, again, it's going to be a good football game. We could have just had a fun offensive game instead of a weird – it's going to be a weird game. I can already tell. Anyway, still not feeling great. I think we're going to wrap this up. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I will. This is the last Jason Wake and Take of the week. We have some fantastic guest hosts lined up this week, as I will – hopefully be down in Mobile, Alabama for the Senior Bowl. I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it today as I'm not feeling great, but I hope to be able to go down tomorrow morning and catch the Senior Bowl uh, for the rest of the week. So make sure you tune into the Player Profiler social medias for Senior Bowl coverage all week. Make sure you shoot me a follow on Twitter at JFootballLine for my personal Senior Bowl takes. Uh, And then also make sure you tune back into Wake and Take this week with all the fantastic guest hosts lined up. Get you your news fix this week every single morning 10 a.m eastern on the player profiler youtube facebook and instagram you guys all have a magnificent monday a wonderful rest of your week and on your way out don't forget to hit the like button and subscribe to player profiler peace